and welcome to Fibercast. My name is Red, aka Red Horrocks. And I'm Adam, aka Twisted Web123. Today we're joined by a very special guest, Azaf, who's one of the product team managers on Fiverr. How are you today, Azaf? Hi, Adam. I'm great. Um, it's good to, to be here and um, answer your questions. I can't wait for it. I'm personally, I'm very, very excited to have you on today because I'm sure, as the same as everyone, we have a lot of things that we would love to ask you. That's great. Um, for me and for us in Fiverr, um, first of all, it's a seller's marketplace. And um, we really appreciate all the efforts that you guys are doing. Um, and we really uh, love to help and cooperate with you. So being a product manager of Fiverr must come with quite a lot of responsibility, but also quite a lot of opportunity to work and develop the platform itself. So from that, you must have quite a lot of ideas, always kind of rolling around, thinking about what you can do. So can you kind of tell us when you have an idea, what's the kind of process of turning that into a reality? Wow, that's a good question. Um, We have many ideas. Actually, we have uh, too many ideas. Um, <laughs> at Fiverr, we have uh, an amazing open culture. So basically, it doesn't matter who brings the idea. It can come from a team member, from uh, one of the vice presidents, or from uh, the community, like from you guys, the ambassadors. Um, when someone from the company has an idea, we really push him to pitch it as it's the best thing he or she uh, ever seen and uh, to create a storyboard. When you have many ideas, one of the things that's, that are important is to prioritize them. And um, the hardest uh, part of the work is to know how to prioritize them well. Um, we take uh, all the aspects into it. We take the customer satisfaction, the impact it has on the market, and the impact it has on the business. Finally, when we have it done, you start uh, the magic of creation. You create user stories. Um, I prepare wireframes. I'm working with wireframes uh, uh, applications. And we share it. I share it with other product managers to get their feedbacks. Some of the features we share with the ambassador group uh, to get the feedbacks. And then we work with our design team. I take the wireframes to my awesome designer. Her name is Karen. Um, most of the time, she just take my wireframes that I invested hours on creating and change it all and make, make her magic and return a better version of it. Then I take it to my dev team and we understand the dev steps it requires and uh, start developing it. From beginning to having the idea pitched to actually making it a reality, how long does that normally take? Well, it depends on the size of the, of the feature or, or of the idea. Usually we are really trying to push, to push things really fast in the company. It can take one week from an idea to, to development and to release. Uh, but sometimes it takes, uh, weeks or months. So how big is the team that you personally work with? So in Fiverr, uh, the teams, uh, we call it task forces. The task forces are small groups of ninjas. Um, each task force has two front-end developers, two back-end developers, uh, one designer, one QA, and one analyst. But it's rarely finished there. 
since we are working on a metrics tasks, which meant I work with developers from other teams, with uh, different team members on different tasks. So it's barely finished with, you know, my, my specific task force. We are really uh, a cross uh, organizational uh, development uh, team. So talking about um, crossing over teams, Fiverr has offices in, in many locations, such as in Israel and in New York. Where do you personally work? Yes, Fiverr has many offices, also in Florida and uh, some offices in uh, Europe. Um, I specifically located in the office in Israel, and it's a great office with really inspiring to work uh, in a company that has many offices around the world. So, Asaf, you must have so many ideas brought to you or so many ideas that you, um, you personally get invested in. What's your, your favorite idea that was rejected that never actually happened? <laughs> well, uh, that's a great question. You know, as a product manager, not only in Fiverr, you learn that you shouldn't fall in love with an idea or, or a feature. Um, you must understand the reason why you decide to do things or not. Um, it means when you have an idea that gets pushback due to prioritizations, um, you should respect it and not fall in love uh, with it. And you are really soon fall in love with another one. So it doesn't matter. But you know what? When, when I think about it, I remember that eight months ago, I wanted to give the sellers the option to send promo codes to their buyers. Just give them discounts for uh, future purchases and so on. But we decided to put it uh, outside uh, from our focus and focus on something else. So we moved on and this is in our backlog and I'm sure we will do it in the future. Is it okay if I fall in love with that idea? Yeah. <laughs> I, quite like, I quite like that idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fall in love with it for the both of us. Okay? And I'm going to hope that it comes. Yes. That, that is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think that uh, um, one of the things that, that makes me fall in love in, in, in products or features is the, the fact that the sellers are falling in love on features and, and uh, products. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we should create and we, we are going to release uh, something soon that, that will give you the, op the opportunity to give more power to your ideas, like a wish list on Fiverr. So I think this will be the, the dream list of the sellers. Oh, cool. That sounds fantastic. Yep. So what idea or feature have you created that you are that you are most proud of, that you were able to make happen? Like, what's your favorite one that you did? I think that I'm proud when features improve the seller's experience, um, the customer's experience. When we released the quick responses, you remember, like uh, four months ago, we thought that it will help us to achieve our goal for a better communication. And it did. Basically, it did. But the feedback we received from the sellers was more than expected. It was like really improved their daily, daily work in Fiverr. So I think this is something I am proud of. And I'm proud of my team that created it. I have to completely agree. The quick responses have made, it, it's reduced my workload so much and it's made me so much more consistent as a seller. It's it's been a really really great feature. So I would I would wholeheartedly agree with that being an amazing, an amazing thing. 
Yeah, I would I would have to agree as well. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> so I understand that Fiverr hold a annual hackathon. I remember I talked about it at um, the London event with one of the developers. So what was your entry this year for the annual hackathon? It's kind of hard for me to answer that question because uh, I was in a festival in Belgium. Ah. <laughs> so, so basically my entry was a lot of beers and music. Uh, sh- shall we just talk about that? How was your holiday in Belgium? Wow, <laughs> it was amazing. It's a great country and the festival was really huge and inspiring. <laughs> I got a lot, a lot, a lot of, of inspiration to continue and work after this festival it was really good. Um, but talking again about the hackathon, it was really amazing. I came in the, in the middle of the hackathon and right now I'm helping one team to push their product, which is a Fiverr sync. It's, um, the ability to sync your to-do list with the Google calendar. I think that we, we will release it, uh, in around months from now, something like this. That, that would be a fantastic feature. I've, uh, I've only recently really adopted uh, Google calendar. And to have that, the app, or to take it away so easily with the notifications and everything as well would be, I think, a massive benefit to the sellers and the buyers as well. Yep. Um, can't wait for to release it. So, Asaf, have you yourself ever sold on Fiverr? Have you ever produced any work on it? Yes, I do. <laughs> Actually, right now I have four orders in queue. Oh, cool. Uh, what do you do? Yes, I'm uh, doing product reviews. Um, most of the time for mobile and desktop uh, apps. And to tell you the truth, being a seller on Fiverr really helps me to better understand the challenges of the sellers from inside. I think that, that for a product manager in general, it's amazing to have the opportunity to use product as a customer. It's something that I'm not sure um, you have that opportunity as a product manager in other companies. That's great that you can use your own product. That's really, really awesome. I think they call that secret millionaire in other countries. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so do you find yourself, since you are also a seller and, and you have work in your queue, do you find that that impacts your customer service like decisions? Like, How do you approach challenging customers as a user of Fiverr and as a product manager? Did the, did, do you get ideas from your orders? You're talking about my experience as a seller. Yes. Being a seller on Fiverr um, really helps me to understand some pain points or challenges that I can't see it from outside. Um, I can say that the dashboard, for example, is something that was created as a part of a challenge I, I faced when I tried to understand where is the main place I should go as, as a seller. And right now I have in my mind many ideas to change main funnels in the product. And I'm pretty sure that in the next uh, half year, you will see many improvements. And one of the things that I want is feedbacks. I want to hear other sellers. So I, I was going to ask you, um, touching upon what we discussed previously, how do you handle or react to the community feedback? But being a part of the community as well by selling yourself, it must be very rewarding to handle that feedback because you're also dealing with how you're going to process 
orders in the future as well? Feedback is something really important for me as a product manager. Um, recently, we released a new buyer instructions feature, and you cannot notice my small face in the right corner. That's a tool we use to get feedbacks. And I received around 3,000 different comments in one day. Um, more than 90,000 sellers just watched it in like about a week. I can tell you that I read all of those 3,000 comments and I replied to about a half of them. Uh, sometimes I reply with a smile, so don't get it too personal. I don't have uh, the capacity to really answer, but I read them all. Um, the feedback is important not only for me, but for my amazing team as well, my developers. Uh, that gives them the power to continue with the hard work they do all the year. So we get the feedbacks, we have a meeting, we read the feedbacks, we prioritize the requests that we get from each feedback or from each uh, uh, feature. That's that kind of feedbacks. And we have a, a, another type of feedback. The other type is uh, the wishlist requirements. We grab those feedbacks from many channels, from the forum, from meetings, from uh, the ambassadors group, and we read them every week in our weekly meeting, and we see how we can add them to our roadmap and um, trying to prioritize them, as I explained before. Well, that sounds really cool. It seems like there's a lot of different places that you guys monitor and pull from in order to get community feedback. I think that's absolutely awesome. Yes, and keep them coming. This is our real fuel to continue in improving the marketplace because we have our ideas and we have it um, from our experience. There are many employees in Fiverr that are also sellers uh, and good ones. So they bring their feedbacks. It's really important for us, but the community, the community is the best place to get feedback. So as I said, keep them coming. So speaking of the community, I think we should probably talk about the community questions that we have today. What do we got, Adam? We've got a, a couple today to look through. Uh, one of them, I think, is a great question, and I think one that both myself and you can answer, Red, which is how to enhance productivity at home. Oh, yeah, that is a great question. There's, I think a lot of that depends on your particular um, setup and work environment. Um, I go through phases where I'm really super productive and really not. But I had this really interesting thing happen uh, about a month ago. Um, my internet at home stopped working one day. Like it was, it was gone. I had nothing. Um, so all I could do, cause I needed, I needed to get obviously all of my work done. So what I was doing was I was recording all of my orders, but I was on my phone to pull up the, the scripts. So I had, you know, my computer for recording and then I just had the script on my phone and I had access, I'd had no access to email, no Skype, no nothing like, and in that, period and then what i was doing was going to a coffee shop to upload everything and in that period of time i don't think i've ever worked faster because i had absolutely zero distractions i didn't have i wasn't constantly checking my email or looking on yahoo news or you know talking to people on skype i was so focused um so i think if you if you ever have a time where you really really need to enhance your productivity i'd say cut out all of the background noise and just let yourself be present in your task 
and and that can really really help and when i have more time to do my orders i'm i'm a lot more more okay with going and checking email or talking to other people but if you need to be super productive i say just just narrow in on what you're doing and don't let the outside world distract you what about you what uh, what helps you enhance your productivity other than other than coffee which is my other uh favorite thing <laughs> Actually, it's uh, it's quite similar. I, I originally tried to enhance my productivity at home by making it almost like an office environment. So I tried to make sure that I started a certain time of day, I finished a certain time of day, and I kind of clocked in and clocked out. But what I actually noticed when I tried to do that was I was more clock watching and checking emails, checking Skype, and I wasn't actually getting that much work done at all. And especially living at home with my young family, I was always back and forth as well. So the best way that I actually found to make my time more productive was to make sure I only worked during a certain time where I could make sure there was no distractions. So I would rather than set a whole kind of day to do something, I would say, right, tonight at this time, everything is going off. I'm concentrating fully on work and I'd get so much more done in, say, a two to three hour period than I would trying to work a nine to five and replicating a kind of office environment thinking I'd be more productive. Yeah, I think it's I think a lot of it does depend on your on your environment and how you work best. So, I know what works well for me and I know what works well for you, but there may be other people who uh the tasks that they have like they actually welcome interruption or welcome distraction. It's it's really a it's really different for everyone, I think. The problem I have is when I become distracted for 5 minutes, I procrastinate for about 20 minutes <laughs> after that. And then before I know it, an hour's gone and that's that's the issue I have. It's mainly procrastination stops my productivity. Yeah, and I, I would definitely say that I'm not necessarily advocating the idea of breaking your internet just to get work done because the amount of time that I then spent on the phone with the cable company was not great. But that's where all the time went. So there's that. So uh, let's see what else we have. Um, oh, this is a good one, Adam. Uh, from Joe Tune, I was getting tons of orders and suddenly business over the past two weeks came to a halt. Now what? Do I make more gigs maybe? Well, I would normally say in this situation, kind of give it time, have a look at what you can improve, maybe see if there's something you can do to make it better. But we have Azep on the show today, and he knows a lot more about this than I do. So I'm going to I'm gonna throw the ball to him and get kind of the inside scoop of what is the best way to proceed here. Well, I think that this is a great question that I see that comes a lot in our forum. Um, I think that improving your current gig should be your main focus. Um, improving your gig can, can be done with improving the description. I see many descriptions that, that can be improved um, by little adjustments, like really describe what your service is about. But you know what, Adam, that's a really interesting topic. And I think that we can create a, a, a new podcast and talk only about it. I think that'd be a great idea. I think there's a lot to mention with that. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Let's do it, guys. Well, if you guys have any other questions for Asaf, you can always reach out to him. Or uh, we also have the community question thread on the forum. So if anyone out there has any more questions they want us to answer, or if they have any questions pertaining to this podcast, you can always get in touch with us there on the forum. We'll be happy to help. So I think that's about all we have time for today. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much to Asaf for joining us. We really, really appreciate your time. Uh, our jingle was created by Custom Drum Loops. We're edited today by Dancha. 
Thanks so much and we'll see you next week. Fibercast.